Hey, welcome to Village Church Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you, and I'm in the studio with Mrs. Amanda Diaz. Amanda, our question for you is, is it okay if I do not have a relationship with my pastor? What say you? Well, it's interesting because I think through the years I would have answered this question differently mm-hmm. anytime. You know, I just think that depending on your experience within the church, you can be thinking different things. So let's say up front, you should always have accessibility to a pastor. Um, That might not be your senior pastor. It actually might not be anyone on staff. Yep. I mean, we have pastors, elders who are not on staff. And uh, I think, well, honestly, it's very easy to have access to me at Village Church. People think it's not. Well, text me. We'll figure it out. I might be a little slow in texting sometimes. That's a different issue. But... uh, Access should be there. I think that's a great, I think that's great. Yeah. And, and I think that the majority of the needs though on our day to day can really be met by a plethora of people within the church. Mm. You know, we are the body of Christ and we don't go to one person to meet all of those needs. Mm. And so I would just look around you, look within your community group, look at your community group leaders and um, obviously just your friends within the church. Yep. So um I think if we look at Jesus and we look to the scriptures for a little bit of a framework of the depths of levels of relationship, uh, we can see that he had the 12 disciples. He chose those men to follow him, to teach them about who God was. And um, they got, I mean, that was a special group of men right there. They had access. They had access. (laughs) But then they also talk about Peter, James, and John, you know, these three men that had even more access. They got to see really special miracles. They got to um, walk with him in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, when he says, come with me. But, you know, the nine, they can stay there. Hey, Judas, stay over there. Yeah, you stay over there. These three guys are going to come with me. So that's another level. Those guys were really like his spiritual brothers and he invested in them greatly. And then we also know about John, who was yeah. talked about as the disciple that Jesus loved, which I think is funny that yeah. they call him that because like God loved all of them, yep. you know? So I want to, I just think that yeah. they have this special personality compatibility that they yep. really both enjoyed. And, you know, he even asked John to take care of his mom, you know, before he's crucified. So it was just a really, so personal, really special relationship. Yeah. And he really trusted him. Yep. So um, when I think about that, God is full or Jesus is fully God. He's yep. fully human. However, he's working within, you know, the means of his human capacity, which is limited. Yeah, it's limited. And there's a different, you know, there's a different level for each one of these guys, although it's all special. He cares about all these people that he's yeah. going out to heal. And I think about, I think if we're realistic and we think about our own lives, we have a limit. We have a human capacity limit of who we can care for. And yep. I, Jesus had limits. He had limits. And I've got what's limits. funny because we sometimes don't think that our pastors should have limits, or I know that I personally feel like I shouldn't have a limit. And I have just in the last year or two have hit the ceiling of what I can do for the people. I love to see them cared well for. And when I couldn't do that, it was a painful, humbling process of God being like, and you're a human and you can't be all things to all people. COVID COVID exposed shepherds (sighs) limits. (sighs) Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah. And your shepherd heart is really, really clear. You don't have to be a pastor to be a shepherd, you know? Yeah. And uh, shepherds were just pushed to the limits and we all realized the frailty of our flesh. And then we're reminded of Jesus. Like Jesus, he did not overplay his hand and he had a bunch of people too. I mean, you said this, he had the women, he had the disciples who followed him, he had the people he healed, he had the 12, he had the three, he had the one. I mean, yeah. And even he restricted himself. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm wondering if you have felt that weight of wanting to do more than what you personally could. Every day, all the time. All the time. Paul says, uh, he, 
in in first Corinthians, I think it's first, second, one of the Corinthians, he talks about how um, he has persecutions and he's been beaten, shipwrecked and all this kind of stuff. And then he says, on top of that is the daily anxiety that I have for all the churches. Mm. So when you, when you are, when you love someone or a group of people and you serve them and pray for them, it's interesting because whoever you serve and pray for your heart follows. This is why Jesus says, pray for your enemies, right? Mm. Because mm. if you pray for them and then you serve them, your heart follows, your heart is tender to them. And as a positive note, like I love Village Church. I love, I mean, we kind of put ourselves out here on a limb, you know, like here we are. And, and every Sunday I get up and I'm like, here's the best in front of, you know, like I got and yeah. trying to serve you and love you. And, and, and so my heart follows that. And so, yeah, there, there is a d- daily list of, of things that go kind of undone and people that I would love to call. And, but I also just know like Jesus loves them more than I do. And I have to kind of embrace my limit and say, okay, God, there's a couple of people that I really focus on taking care of. Mm-hmm. I want to be really good stewards with the church, with the leaders. And, and uh, there's a couple of men in my life that really, I just want to, they're my people and it's very mutual. And so I, I have limits. I'm okay with that, but uh, I hate my limits because I want to be all things to all people. Yeah. And I can't, and you just can't. I just can't. You'd mentioned something earlier that I just found, I, it was a very helpful concept to me, um, which is, some people, they need me to be Jesus to them, mm-hmm. but only Jesus can be Jesus. To yeah. Them. Some people have a bad marriage and they're looking for me to maybe meet a need their spouse has, and that's not my role, you know? Yeah. Some people, they they need me to be their best friend and we might not be best friends. You yeah. Know? That's okay. Um, and and so I think for people to understand that you everybody needs access to a pastor that has authority, spiritual authority for you to take care of you, to love you. And sometimes that pastor ends up being your best friend. Yeah. Most of the time, not. Um, sometimes they're your community group leader. Sometimes they're just really good friends. Sometimes, um, like in the case, I mean, my wife, right? I'm her pastor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But she also has other spiritual leaders in her life other than me that she goes to um, for kind of like different kinds of care and concern. But just to know that it's okay if the guy in the front teaching every week if you don't have like the greatest relationship with them. Now, if you hate them or you're you're not unified, that's a problem. That's the problem, <laughs> yeah. right? But it's okay. Yeah. My bigger question is is do you have a strong relationship with your chief shepherd who is Jesus? Yeah. Uh, if you're married, do you have a strong relationship with your spouse as a friend, as a spouse? Do you have really good godly friends in your life? And when those things are in place, the pastor kind of doesn't become more than it needs to be. Yeah. And the relationship is allowed to be what it is. And I, I think there's a big thing here, which is most people don't um, call me, for example, or many of our pastors because in their brains, they say, well, they're just too busy. Mm. No, we're not. I mean, we have seasons. Everybody's got seasons. Yeah. You know? um, but like we're family. We're spiritual family. And if mm-hmm. my, I've got th- three older brothers, very different relationships with each. Any of them need me for anything. I'll stop anything. Right. Because we're family. Mm-hmm. Like we're as busy as we want to be. But when when there are needs that come up, we want to be able to come alongside of you and serve you. And, and that's that's okay. So big picture. Um, I, I mean, my two cents in this is, is it okay if I don't? Depends what you mean by relationship. If yeah. you need him to be Jesus, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not okay. If you need him to like meet the need your spouses in meeting, not okay. Yep. If you need him to be your best friend, good luck. Yeah. You know, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. And there's practical reasons for that. You yeah. know, personality, yeah. compatibility, that whole thing, introvert, yep. extrovert. Well, take you and me, right? Mm-hmm. We get along really well. 
but you'll never be my best friend because I'm married to a woman yep. and you're not my wife. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Right. And so like already there are going to be limits on the relationship mm-hmm. and that's okay. And it's, it's okay to have healthy re- limits. Absolutely. Especially yeah. when they're good boundaries that foster yeah. life. And, and um, yeah, so I, I would, yeah, I, I love the way you answer. I love the, I love you walking through Jesus and the 12, the three and the one. And that just shows that Jesus models that for us. And yeah. And we, and I think as a con- congregation, the more we can understand, you know, like not trying to, suck out all the resources out of one person but you know seeing a plethora of people seeing the body at work and knowing that you know and then when we run into trouble Mm -hmm. you know like me and my husband did a couple years ago it was just like we need to find a pastor on this this is uncharted territory we need some extra guidance and and we were able to do that and you you didn't call me and i didn't call you it was (laughs) another pastor isn't that funny that is that's a great which which is you did what you're supposed to do you know and the lord might lead you to that person me someone else doesn't matter and that's okay it's not personal to me (laughs) (laughs) totally awesome thank you very very much and we want to invite you back next time because we're going to answer the question do pets and animals do they go to heaven join us next time